Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. So let's go to our Women's Month feature. And we are talking to Dr. Elizabeth Poe. And we are talking about her and her, the honor of um, being conferred with the Northwest University's very first Setswana PhD. And why she got the uh, PhD is her thesis postulates that Mahudi, which is a, um, it's a novel written by the great Sol Plaiki. Um it's uh, and just written in English, of course he was writing in English, is for all intents and purposes, this is her theory a Setswana novel by a Motswana about Botswana have you got that? And it should be repatriated into Setswana for the benefit of Plaiki's people, the Botswana Without further ado, Dr. Elizabeth Poe, and I hope I've pronounced your name correctly. You have pronounced my name correctly, but I prefer the name Eileen. That is the name I'm usually I'm known of and I'm usually using. And I take Elizabeth as my second name. Okay, Eileen, here you are, and you're on Kaya FM, and I'm delighted to have you chatting to us. Uh-huh. Now, now uh, t- tell me how you came across this idea in the first place. I mean, Mahudi is is a very famous novel, but I'm not sure how many people, including myself, have actually read it. That is why I said we have this wealth of knowledge in Mahudi. It is written... In English, you are lucky. Should you get your hands on that, you'll be able to read it. But my main concern was when I read that book, sitting alone in my little corner, I said, this is a Swana novel. This is about the Botswana. This is written by Mutswana. And he wrote it in English. And that's where I got worried. And I said, no, something has to be done. And with us now, with research, with things going on and changing, I said we are in a post-colonial era. So I want to come with a post-colonial perspective to say, guys, African language people, it is now time for us to go all out in all languages that we can manage and go and take our wealth, our knowledge, our wisdom, our talent that is lying in other language but not accessible to the people that they are being addressed in those whatever writings it could be. It could be drama, it could be poetry. In my case, I am my novelist. Then I said, Mwudi would be appropriate. And for me, was saying... So Blackie is mostly known as that politician that we all know. And as a translator who translated Shakespeare's uh, novels into Setswana. But his work, this original work that originated from him, is not well known. Even as you say, the South African English-speaking people don't know Muhudi. Hence I say, I come with this storm with this controversial idea to say, no, man, Muhudi is a Setswana novel written by a Motswana about the Botswana, but the Botswanas are not able to read it. Hence, transcreation, hence repatriation and bring it into Setswana. But in my research, I was not actually transcreating Muhudi. I was 
theorizing. I was coming with the theory of how can we do that transgression? How are we going to repatriate those novels, those dramas, those whatever that are written in French, in English, in whatever, to bring them in our African languages? That is my question. Well, it's really, really interesting because, as you know, unless a language is used and also used in universities and schools, that language inevitably is going to die. So, so you have to have people like yourself making it, you know, accessible so that people can read it in their mother tongue. Otherwise, it just becomes less and less powerful as time goes on. Muhudi was gathering dust. As I speak to you this year, Muhudi will be 90 years being published in September. But people still don't know about it. Hence, I said, let me start from that first novel written by a, a South African, a black person in good English, but about the Botswana and make the point that eventually it can be read in Sejuana. So is it, because I've got a new copy, so there is a brand new copy of Mahudi uh, mm-hmm. published by Penguin Books. Uh, did you know about the new edition? I know about the new edition. So there are so many editions. For instance, even the, my research, when I was using my research, I was using the one that was published in 1978. But I, like, as we say, it was first published in 1980. So there are different editions. And maybe just to keep in there, there's another one that has been translated. There's a Muhudi translated into Setswana. It was translated sometime in Bulgaria uh, in 1999, if I remember very well. It is on my thesis, just that I don't have the, the data at the top of my head. But even that translated one is not yet known even among the Botswana. It has never been in the schools. It has never been read. It has never been prescribed as Muhudi in Setswana to be read, let's say, in schools, because that's where we say the broader reading uh, audience lies. So have you, have you mentioned this? Have you gone along to the Department of Education, sent a, sent a copy of the book in? I mean, your publishers might be doing that. I'm not sure. But Penguin is, you know, is, is a good publishing house. And, um, and they should be taking it, obviously, uh, to the Department of Education and for senior pupils, I would say. <laughs> We are planning, we are on our way there because, uh, like I say, I just got, uh, my, my thesis was just out last year. At the moment, we have been preparing for Mahudi's celebration for the 90th uh, birthday. Okay, COVID came in and things are going to change, but we have, we are publishing a book, it's going to be published by Jakana, where most of the, uh, uh, the African writers have contributed chapters in the book that is going to be published in honor of Blackie as the writer. For instance, I have, together with my supervisor, we have co-authored a chapter which says Maroping on repatriating Woody as a standard novel. It's one of the chapters there. We are all there with Bo, uh, uh, Bomda and the others. We will, that book will be published next month in September. So we say with the, those publications, with the new edition of Mugubi, we are talking to the Department of Education. We are going there to say, guys, this is the time. Where Mugubi in Sotswana can be read in the Department of Sotswana at the Northwest University and other universities that are teaching Sotswana and even maybe at the grade 12 level. In Sotswana and not in English, 
but uh, but also maybe in both. Now let's just talk a little bit about his story. Do you think it's going to enrapture, um, you know, um, grade grade eleven pupils? Because it's a romantic epic, isn't it? It's romantic. It's cultural. It's linguistic in there. So the grade eleven and twelve will really. Uh, what do we say? They will receive it well because, like I say, when you look at Rataha, the main character, and Muhudi herself, their love story in there says, I can learn something from here. And during this uh, woman month period, Muhudi in that character, if I should tell you, in that novel, if I should tell you, is the strongest character more than Rataha. Rataha wouldn't do a thing without Muhudi. Muhudi was protecting her husband, her lover, in all angles, in all the wars that uh, uh, Rataha was going through, Muhudi was there. And if I may just simplify it, for me, when I read it, Rataha is lucky himself. I see Muhudi as his wife, because lucky was all over the world in his real life doing what he was doing. And the wife was at home raising 13 children that some of them even died overseas and they were buried when their father was not there. So, but don't you think it also teaches uh, in the novel a little bit of our history? Because King Mizilikatsi's extermination campaign against the Baralong in 1832 um the alliance of defeated peoples with Boer frontiersmen, a resistant movement, the battle of uh, Fekhkop. I mean, most of us, you know, have not the faintest idea what the battle like of Fekhkop was about. Like you say, I can even prescribe Muhudi for the history student, where they will learn about the, all the, 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 the battle of the, the Matebeles, where they will learn about the Matican siege, you understand where they will learn about the Barolong and the and the and the British war at Matikin, where they will even go up to Kimberley. It is historical. Muhudi is so rich. It depends on when we usually uh, uh, look at the novels in language. We say we use approaching, and everyone will depend on when you read your novel. What which approach are you going to apply? Are you looking at the historical biographical? You will go there. Are you looking at the philosophical? You will go there. Are you looking at the moral approach? You will go there. Are you looking at semiotics only? You will go there. So it is so rich that for me, I give it a period of 20 years for us to study Muhudi and understand and get the wealth that Muhudi has for us as Botswana's first and as South Africans but also as English-speaking people, to understand the, the, the lives between the English-speaking people and the African people in South Africa. Yes, and you know, he was, I think he was, was was Plaiki actually in Mafeking? Because I know that that was a brutal, um, a brutal period of the South African war. Correct. He was there. He was there. Plucky was there, the, the war, during the Mafican siege, if I should come in there, Plucky was playing a double standard. When he was saying to the British, guys, I'm here, I'm not uh, uh, any, uh, any, in any danger, or I won't endanger your life, but I will be here to assist you, to be able 
to communicate with my persona. By then, let's not forget, he was also a translator. He was an interpreter. Yeah. But in the meantime, he was taking notes where he took the notes to the Barolong people to say, guys, this is what these people are saying. This is how we should protect ourselves from that. So he was assisting both sides. It was a double-edged sword, but assisting both so that at the end, there was a peaceful ending to that British war between the, 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 the Barolong and the British people in Matikin. Yes, Yes, but I I mean, I do know that there was one very ugly episode where, because the people in Mafeking were starving, um, (laughs) the British um, drove them out of Mafeking and into the Boer lines. Um, Into the Boer land, that is where in Muhudi, where it starts, where Rataha and Muhudi meet, because everything was destroyed. From Kunana, which is now in, in Mohudi, they call it Kunana, but it's the Kunana village there. They were driven out and they were just in the ledge. That is where Mohudi, uh, I mean, Plagi, say he found himself with this other person, this lady, who in the novel is now Rataha and Mohudi today. We start this family. Let me also come back to this name that appears more and more. The Muhudi, because Muhudi is the female character in in this novel, and Muhudi is the real name of Blackie's great grandmother. Okay. Am I making sense? Yes, you are. <laughs> so he took that name just as it is. That's why I usually say to people when we came in, you were talking about the cover of the book, and people should tell you what they see. And I usually say, take uh, uh, Muhudi, look look at the cover, and tell me what you think. But when you look at that book and you find the title Muhudi, you think it's a Sazwana book. That okay. name is not anglicized. It is just as it is in Sazwana. But once you page in, it's written in English. Hence, I came in this angle to say, uh-uh, this is our novel. It has to be in Sazwana. Well. It has at least given us a, now a very big project at Salt Lake University, whereby now the repatriation of different novels and different literature works are being now. Well, I mean, a lot of this is obviously, you know, got to do with you because I think it's a wonderful effort. You've got your doctorate and uh, and it, it is going to point the direction for other academics uh, to get involved with this. It's absolutely fantastic. So, Aileen, I just want to say congratulations to you and uh, and best of best of luck with uh, spreading the word for Mahoudi. It's, uh, you are so passionate. Uh, you know, it, it is just fabulous talking to you. So thank yeah. you very Maybe much. Just to conclude, I would say the fruits of there. Just last week, I was invited by uh, Professor Mugukwa Tiongo himself. Yes, uh. to say you are on my track. Ah. Let's start talking, uh. and we have started talking. Okay, well, I mean, to get something from Ngugi Watiingo is massive. So, so congr- you keep that letter, by the way, um, because that's really, really valuable. Congratulations to you. And I'm just going to give everyone the details um, of, uh, of Mahoudi. And it's Mahoudi, it's by Sol Plyke, published by Penguin Books, and it is widely available. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the book with contributions from other scholars when it comes out. Uh, it's published by Jakana, I think, Ailey was saying. So, congratulations to Dr. Aileen Poe. So, thank you very much indeed.
Saturdays with Jenny, 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM. 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.